Soberless thoughts. Alex. What's up? Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. All Hallows Eve. (laughs) Uh, Dude, October 31st is a tradition amongst most people in the world. Uh, Where you uh, sacrifice babies. What are you doing this Halloween? (laughs) I don't think I'm doing that. Uh, (laughs) <laughs> oh, that's no, no baby I, uh, sacrificing in the gorley house no not this year uh the uh <laughs> we're, we're making them this year uh that's right. You're making babies. The, uh it's it's funny you say that I was just talking to somebody about I was talking about this today. This this can be a weird, wild stretch. I was talking to this guy today about the Joe Rogan Alex Jones episode, and oh. they, they I guess they just came out with another episode. But I was talking about the old one, yeah. And I was talking about how Alex Jones just rants and he skims over shit that is what he thinks is common knowledge, but to most lame people. They're like, what the fuck are you talking about? And I did a reference to, I was like, he'll say something like, yeah, then of course we all know about the cyborg lizard people hybrids <laughs> that uh, took over the Vatican, right? And then they uh, right. obviously, you know, they have to drink baby blood to survive. And then, you know, they do all that to then perpetrate the uh, the human monkey embryos to then enslave them to become like the army. And then like, as I'm... <laughs> And then, like Joe Rogan's in there, like, whoa, whoa, can you back up to lizard cyborg hybrids <laughs> and uh, backtrack this whole thing? We got to go back right. to square one, yeah. um, and then we'll get to the rest of it. But yeah, that's that's where my my reference was for that, uh, <laughs> dude. Dude, yeah, uh, listening to that, I think it was the second time he was on there when he yeah. just went on like fucking five different massive rants. Yeah. Like, I wanted to just pause it, write down all the shit that he's saying, and then go, and then go back and be like, okay, now let's do a whole podcast on just this one thing that you just said. <laughs> I mean, if we're running out of ideas, right. it'd be like, topic 37, Alex Jones, uh, the lizard hybrid people. Um, <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean, because there's, because there's, I mean, a wealth of knowledge there that uh, we haven't tapped yet, dude. There's, <laughs> there's a wealth of something. <laughs> there's, <laughs> uh, have a, you listened? Have you listened to the new podcast that came out? No, not yet. I, dude, I, I listened to the the one we're talking about, dude. I got about an hour into it where I had to pause and go take a break. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, my, you have to. My brain hurts, so I. I'm I'm getting mentally and physically prepared to like all right. I need to do this in intervals. I need to pace myself because the amount of wild ass information that's gonna be thrown into my brain 
is going to be intense. I The guy I was talking to about it, he was like, is it that intense? I was like, well, just think of it this way. It, it'd be like if you set a like a news broadcaster who was obsessed with conspiracy theories and made him do a line of crystal meth and Coke combo while <laughs> shotgunning a Red Bull. Yeah, yeah. it was a little intense. <laughs> ah, not shot. No, he's shotgunning a four loco. That's what he's yeah. doing. Yeah. 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 Like I said, crystal meth and right. Red Bull. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I listened to like the first, I don't know, 10 minutes of yeah. the new episode. And, uh, I think uh, I was here at the house and some other people around me were like, will you turn this off? And I was like, all right. right." (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Maybe later. Yeah, right. (laughs) I could see that because I feel like if I was at like my parents' house and I put that on, my dad would be like, what the hell are you listening to, boy? (laughs) Like uh, this guy rambling on about human, human monkey embryos and Boston College and I don't know boots of an army that's imaginary. I don't know. Uh, well, apparently he goes into all kinds of shit on this episode. Oh, I'm sure from who knows what. I don't know. I say go listen to it. Why not? They yeah. There's a bunch of I, apparently Rogan's getting a bunch of flack for or not Rogan but uh, Spotify for <laughs> for not for not. Uh, putting some kind of warning on the episode <laughs> yeah i thought or just like com- just completely deleting the episode yeah people some people are wanting to do it's like eh. we can't do that that's i mean granted that was the whole reason he went to spotify he's like i have to have complete contra- creative control right he's like, he's like and i remember hearing that like he, somebody was like, Hey, why don't you he goes, well, I'm going to stop you right there. Uh, you did not yeah. hire me for what you should do. You hired me for what I'm going to do. Right. Right. Yeah. So, uh, what are we drinking tonight, Alex? Well, on Halloween night. Well, first of all, uh, side note, I was saving this joke, but we kind of skipped off of it. Uh, doesn't it make you want to get an Alex Jones costume for Halloween? Anyway, um, <laughs> What would that look like? I don't know. I was sitting here thinking that I was gonna. I made the joke, but I was trying to throw it in there somewhere. I was like, I know, right? But how did you be Alex Jones for Halloween? Um, I don't know. I feel like you dress like Chris Farley in the uh, van down by the river guy, and just. (laughs) Uh, I think I kind of look like Alex Jones a little bit. Yeah, just looking at my own face here. If I cut my hair real short, I'd have to cut my hair real short. And then maybe trim my beard up a little bit and have this yeah. face going on like like yeah. um <laughs> psyched like out. A, yeah. <laughs> like, all right, let's do that. Uh but <laughs> but the beer you'll be drinking while you're um you know, four locoed out on Alex Jones. Uh dude, he should make an energy drink, actually. <laughs> he would be great at it. Alex Jones, you got Jonesed. Uh, yeah. <laughs> there is a, isn't there a Jones drink? It's Jones like some kind soda. Of, yeah, That's soda. Yeah, soda. Yeah. Ah, uh, damn it, Jonestown. I don't know. Uh, uh. Yeah. <laughs> what happened there? <laughs> I was just thinking because of Jones. Oh, Jonestown, dude. That's where they drank the cyanide. They all died. Oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> 
that, that was a darker joke than I wanted. It was just like I was taking Jones and I was like, Jonestown. That sounds familiar. Something happened at Jonestown. What was it? And I said it without thinking of the reference, but the reference was way better than I intended it to be. <laughs> Jonestown yeah. soda. It's the last one you'll ever need. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> what are we drinking this evening, Mike? You say? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, uh, we are drinking the Lining Kugel Toasted Bach. Uh, Lining Kugel Toasted Bach is a refreshing uh, take on a traditional Bach beer, which is a lager style beer, a style that originated in South Germany in the early 17th century. We can, they combine German and American ingredients to create a light, smooth, and slightly toasty version of a Bach beer. And it is about 5.1 on the ABV, so it's a solid alcohol. IBUs is kind of low at 21, which you don't want a bunch, and it is a seasonal beer, and that's kind of why we're drinking it for Halloween, because as I was kind of telling you earlier... All these freaking beer companies put out their Oktoberfest and their pumpkin beers in like early August or yeah. even late July. And then by yeah. the time October comes around, they're all off the damn shelf. Fourth and, of July, I was drinking pumpkin spice. Yeah, it's like it's because they're all trying to beat the other person for the season but it's like why don't you actually put it out during the season when people want to drink it and right. instead of everyone drinking pumpkin spice and it's hot as piss outside like you don't want yeah. it then yeah. last week i was drinking eggnog <laughs> <laughs> just in time oh that's uh yeah we'll do more eggnog based drinks i'm sure <laughs> Dude, have you noticed the, uh, speaking of eggnog and maybe Christmas time coming around, have you noticed the excessive amount of Halloween decorations and lights that people have been putting up this year? I've, I've noticed a lot more inflatable, uh, Halloween stuff this year. There's a ton of inflatable stuff, but I've noticed like way more orange lights, like Christmas lights, but like, like it's its own lights. Yeah, like all over the place. I'm like, it's I've never seen it before until this year, actually. Yeah, it, dude. I mean, if they if they do it right, like if you're the smart guy with the house and you have like if there are some if there is such a thing called smart lights, that would be the shit where you could just put the lights up and change the color. So it's like, oh, oh yeah. Dude, it's 4th of July, red, white, and blue. Then you flip it over, it's orange for Halloween. Then you flip it over, and it's still orange for Thanksgiving, I guess. <laughs> uh, <laughs> maybe brown, orange and brown. Red and yellow or something. Yeah, and then, you know, Christmas colors. Yeah, uh, and then uh, just green and uh, green and white for St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, Valentine's Day red, you know. Yeah, yeah. Shit. Yeah, keep them up year-round. That's perfect. You know, yeah. oh, dude, you know what would be great if they don't have that? Have a solid string of or a string of solid red lights, have a string of solid green lights, run them together, and Christmas time you have your red and green together, then yeah. only turn on the red ones for Valentine's Day and only turn on the green ones for St. Patrick's Day. Hells yeah. That makes sense, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, totally. Then you I don't mean, have to take your lights down till fucking Memorial Day. 
<laughs> I don't even know what colors you'd put up for Memorial Day. I guess I red, know. white, and blue again. Yeah, I mean, I'm just saying because Memorial Days when pools open and everything. Yeah, we're we're think we're just talking tonight about how uh, when is it too early to put your Christmas tree up and start putting your Christmas decorations out. Hmm. And I that was is, saying, I was saying that you should start that in, on Labor Day. You should put all your shit out on Labor Day. Labor Day, and leave it out until Memorial Day. <laughs> the, the only time that your Christmas shit is put away is when the pools open. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense to me. Yeah, I bet your neighbors hate you too. Uh, <laughs> uh, by the way, we didn't taste this beer. We've been drinking it, but we haven't tasted it. You ready to taste this? Yeah, let's taste it. All right. Cheers. Cheers.
toasty <laughs> it actually does that's funny you said that um i don't know it's it's weird it's like a it's like a light dark beer is what it reminds me of it definitely like, it definitely has a unique taste to it yeah it's easy drinkable it's like like body wise it's light but it's i don't know it's it's like a brown ale it's like it's past a brown ale but it's before a like a a porter or a stout it just got just enough bitter toastiness where it's kind of reminded me of those dark beers, but it's light or like a brown ale, but like a light bodied brown ale. Man, I haven't had a stout in forever. I need a good stout in my life. Well, I know what we're going to be drinking soon. Yeah. Because it's winter season and that's when I really drink all my stouts. Oh, yeah. Remember that Tatanka we had from Dude, DJ that- Brewing? That was one of the first beers we had on here. Yeah, it was for your birthday, man. Yeah. Tatanka. Tatanka. Dude, that shit was good. I did like that. And it's super high potent in alcohol, too. Yeah, that one definitely hit us pretty hard. Well, we, we got, well, like, we shared a growler. And uh, by the time we finished it, we were both pretty, pretty shot. Oh, yeah. We were done, though. Tonight, uh, we're going to do something a little different. Uh, COVID has struck. <laughs> so, so we are we are uh, uh, long distancing this Halloween special for you guys. So we're going to do a, uh, a little campfire story session. Ooh. How's that sound, Alex? That sounds great. Sounds scary. 
You know what a washcloth is. You know what a loofah is. You even know what a fupa is. But Agmo Industries presents the Bufa, a cleaning sponge made from 100% all-natural organic back hair. Yes, I said it, back hair. This coarse material helps to exfoliate and gets rid of dry, dead skin. We go to our local day spa and acquire the best hair to give you the better quality product. So, if you want to take your shower to the next level, you get the Bufa. Hey, Mike, what else can it be used for? Have you ever heard of daddy issues? Boofa. 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 I actually uh, meant to bring something up, which I don't know if this would actually even be good with our setup we got going on. But because of what we're going to do tonight, which we haven't introduced just yet, but we will in just a moment. But I actually thought of a maybe an outro song or even a song to play that I have kind of came up with as just i did it i don't know it's i'll have to explain more about it later but i basically took something and like put music to it and it would be kind of in the same realm of what we're going to be talking about tonight campfire Uh, stories campfire stories yeah i was like should we just go ahead and say it uh I did it, say it earlier. I did say it. Earlier. Oh, did you? Okay, sorry. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so it does have to do with campfire stories. Basically, I took like this, um, this old. It's uh, it's like an old English poem that my dad used to recite, and I put it to music basically. And it's, um, I think it's called the Contrary Poem. Yeah, and it's in. Um, I don't know if you ever saw. I don't think it's a Conjuring. Um, a haunting in Connecticut, maybe? No. Oh, damn it, I don't remember what movie it's in now. It's going to bug me. Uh, but the beginning lyrics, you probably heard them before. It's it's like, uh, uh, when the moon was, which I, I could recite the whole thing, but I'll, maybe later. Uh, the beginning ly- lyrics to it are, uh, when the moon was full and the sun, no. When the sun was full and the moon was bright, two dead boys got in a fight. Like, have you ever heard Ooh. that before? No, but I like that. Okay. I don't know if you could hear it, but I could grab my guitar at some point and play it, maybe towards the end, um, and we'll see if it'll pick it up or not. Or we can, uh, or I could recite it like a like a beatnik at an open mic at a coffee house. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I like the idea of you try playing with the guitar. As long as we can hear the guitar, it sounds good. Yeah, yeah, we'll do it. So, do you have you have some campfire stories? Do you want to? Oh, didn't you say you were going to do something about like? Uh, a little bit of history. Yeah. Yeah. I, so I was kind of looking up. I just wanted to get a vague understanding of Halloween. I didn't, I didn't do as much research as I normally did because I knew we were going to do more of the, uh, more of the campfire tales. So, um, it may be, uh, maybe like a next Halloween, I will go in deeper. But, uh, so the, the, the celebration of Halloween starts with the uh, Celtics from Ireland, the Celts. And it was basically a pagan holiday that would signify the end of the growing season or the harvest. And it's where all like the leaves turn. And a lot of people associated that time with, so in like the pagan uh, calendar, there was a light side of the calendar and a dark side of the calendar which is basically like when things grow and when things die. Right. So this signifies the beginning of the dark period. And because of that, it's always associated with like 
lack of food. Like you, if you don't have enough food for the winter, you could die. Uh, all the leaves start to turn, so they're all dying, and plants are dying, and animals yeah. are dying. Uh, yeah. They also believed that the – I'm adding this in here, but the membrane of the the universe starts to thin out, and ancestors and um, actually more – this is going to be funny – more uh, of the – like fairy world kind of uh, which we talked about like leprechauns in one of our episodes. Yeah. So you remember like all the list of fairies that I went through Yeah. And some e- being evil and some being good, they can get through. Oh. And this is the time of the year they can get over here. And they, and they escape into the, our reality. Yeah. And there's also, uh, I think there was also fear that um, people could also go to their realm like it was, it was like going to different dimensions, going to different like spirit realms or, you know, things like that. So people were worried that if you went out in the woods alone, which people could get lost or die, but oh, yeah. people would go out there and do that and get lost. And they just assumed that they got sucked into a vortex into another realm. What if, could you go back in time maybe? Uh... I mean, that's like Einstein shit. I mean, if if they are getting sucked through a wormhole, uh, it would right. it would change time and space. So, and yeah, instead of getting put into a alternate dimension, it puts you into an alternate time frame in the same dimension. Yeah, this sounds like a great uh, movie idea. Uh. Uh, yeah, it's called Outlander. It's a TV show. <laughs> How is it? <laughs> or, uh, it'd be like a <clears throat> like a weirder version of a Sino man. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, this girl's like this girl. Uh, her and her husband go. Well, I don't know. I've never seen a TV show, but I have listened to the book on Audible. Yeah, and. Uh, she like goes walking into see these like um Scottish ruins, like these look kind of like Stonehenge basically, but up okay. in Scotland. And she goes walking through it, and when she goes walking through it, she comes out on the other side, doesn't realize it at first, but she's just went back in time like three hundred years. Damn. Yeah. And so her husband's gone and there's like some kind of battle going on in Scotland at the time and she's like, here's these gunshots and shit and she's looking around like, what the fuck? And then of course she meets some guy and they fall in love and have sex and yeah. Turns out make to be babies. <laughs> yeah. Uh I got a question. What year did this come out? Because I feel like there was a time in the 90s where this premise was very popular. Um, Let's see. I will look it up. Because, so while you're looking up, so there was a couple movies that I watched where there was one about, you know, when I was a kid, I watched this one about a kid who was like on a baseball team or something like that. And he got sucked through time and got stuck into the like Knights of the Round Table. It was like King Arthur or something like that. And then he like used his technology of today to wow the peasants and they all kind of worshipped him. And then there was another movie that was just like it with Martin Lawrence. It was called The Black Knight. And he was just some dude from L.A. in a, uh, I think like a football jersey who got sucked through time and then wound up in 
the courts of the round table and he became the black knight <laughs> yeah dude yeah. i saw that i saw that movie that was a good movie and he's like I don't know, dude. There, were, there was a lot of racial shit in that movie. <laughs> well, yeah, dude. The title is called Black Knight. Like, <laughs> right? <laughs> I don't know where that came from. Yeah. Let's see, Black Knight. Uh, that one came out in two thousand one. I, I want to know what the other one was that was like, because I swear to God, there was two or three of these. I mean, hell, actually, if you think about, you ever seen the movie uh, Evil Dead Three: The uh, Army of Darkness? Hell yeah, man. I mean, technically, he gets sucked through time. Yeah. And dropped back in the day. Any, you know, famous line this is my boomstick. Boom. Uh, love That's that right. movie, by the way. Um, Give me some sugar, baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Bruce Campbell is the shit. Uh, dude, did I ever tell you about my buddy that's obsessed with it? No. Dude, this guy. Like you, like you've, you meet people that are obsessed about things and sometimes people are just passionate. This guy is, is obsessed. He's got a whole room dedicated to evil dead movies, like everything, like covers, pillowcases, sheets, like all the posters, everything like that. He has tattoos of the car from the first one and the book on his other arm and like all that. He met Bruce Campbell at a Comic-Con and proposed to his wife in front of Bruce Campbell, Campbell, whatever his name is. Campbell. And they got Campbell. Why am I saying that weird? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he, he proposed in front of Bruce and, <laughs> and uh, the, the, their, you know, engagement is them with him. And he was like shocked as hell from the photos I saw. And I, I recently uh, asked, like, I went online. I was like, hey, what's some good horror movies to watch? I'm trying to watch one every night till Halloween. And he obviously chimed in, was like, the Evil Deads. Right. <laughs> yeah. Evil Dead, Evil Dead 2, Army of Darkness. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I kind of figured you said it. He goes, yeah, what can I say, man? I love it. He goes, believe you me, if if uh, Bruce ever decided he wanted to turn gay and I had the opportunity, me and my wife have an unspoken bond that says I'm okay to do that with him. <laughs> right. Oh, my God. I was like, I bet you do. You teabagging <laughs> yeah. son of a bitch. No. <laughs> me and my wife and Tom Cruise have the same deal. <laughs> oh, Yeah. <laughs> Well, she didn't know about it till just now. Yeah, you're gonna tear <laughs> up that little guy. Right. <laughs> He's gonna be my power bottom. <laughs> <laughs> what a! I damn it! I was, I was about to go look me in the eyes, Goose, but I couldn't remember who is uh, Ice Man. What the fuck was it, Top Gun? It's been so long since I've seen that movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Jeez. Um, <laughs> hey, speaking of Evil Dead, we are like not on topic at all, but um, no, it <laughs> isn't Evil Dead and then Evil Dead 2. Evil, why did they call it Evil Dead 2? It was pretty much just a remake of Evil Dead. Yeah. It's, it kind of, um, so the first one was, I, dude, I learned about this thing actually. So the first one was, uh, essentially the very first version of it was a student film 
And then they showed this short film and they got funding for it. And they, so then they made the original one and they just did it with better quality than the student film. Well, because everyone liked the first one, they wanted a second one, but there wasn't a whole hell of a lot left over from the first movie. So they had to like adjust the storyline to make it continue. Uh, so it doesn't doesn't continue. I don't think, I mean, it's pretty much just a remake. I mean, a little bit it's, but it's, it's more Bruce, um, or Ash as the, uh, the character name. So I don't got to fuck with that last name at all. Uh, Ash is at the same cabin, but he is now by himself, the lone survivor. Um, but there are other people there. Now, no, it now you start out that way. It start out pretty much the same way the first one did. There's a whole group of them. They get, but it instead of the whole going to the cabin scenes, it's there's but there, thought, there. They just start there. Maybe it is a reboot. Now that I'm sitting here thinking, I was like, yeah, I think you're right because it wasn't like he went back to the same cabin, or maybe he did. And he just didn't learn. Um, but now it was. But com- I think it was like completely. I think I feel like it was just a it was just a remake, and they just made it, it better. Yeah, I, I, you might be right on that one because uh, I do remember something like that. And they, it's just like an unspoken thing that they're like, "Well, it's just a better version of the first one." Yeah, or a more canon version of it, so you could have the third one. Right, because there's no continuity between the first one and the second one. Yeah. And basically the exact same thing that happens in the first one happens in the second one. Yeah. It's just a better plot and better better uh, dialogue and more Bruce Campbell. <laughs> Bruce Campbell. Uh, <laughs> Campbell. I don't know why I kept saying that. Campbell. Uh, Campbell. <laughs> Campbell. <laughs> so the history of Halloween wasn't it? What, oh, isn't it like Hollow's Eve or like? Yes. So all right. So I we got off topic on Eve. Demon so, thing going on. So I'll I'll give you the cliff notes of what's going on. So what happened is uh, Christians took over Europe. Uh, okay. They wanted to incorporate pagans, but they wanted it to be easy. So they kind of started to take on. Halloween and what they did was they started to they made like a day in the middle of the year called uh like All Saints Day which is a day to kind of like pray for like past ancestors and stuff like that or saints and then they moved it to November 1st right and they called it the Hollow event and then they actually made a day after that where they pray for the souls of people. And that's November 2nd over the course of time, because November 1st was hollow, the uh, hollow event, uh, 31st being a still used pagan holiday, but they were still trying to convince people to do it. So they were kind of incorporating Halloween a little bit. And then they incorporated it being like more about like this is when like witches and demons got involved because Christianity kind of took a hold of it and was saying the membrane uh, between this, the good side and the dark side of everyone. But like, this is where witches come out and demons come out and ghosts and all that. Uh, Do they actually say the membrane? 
No, I just like saying membrane for some reason oh. this evening. That's that's the word of the day. Uh, that was on my tearaway calendar. I'm just trying oh, okay. to get it in three more times. Uh, All right. Three more times. Uh, they, uh, so yeah, they, uh, <laughs> they, uh, so over the course of time, they would use, uh, so they called it Hallow's Eve. And that's where you get all Hallow's Eve. But over the course of time, it just turned into Halloween, meaning like the the eve of the day of Hallow where they, you know, it was like All Saints Day, that kind of thing. Now, this was like in the Middle Ages. So, like I said, they were very fearful of demons and witches. And this is where uh, the iconic witch, like with the pointy hat and the broom and cauldrons and all that stuff started to kind of get its ground, which we also covered witches on this wonderful podcast of ours this month. So we're actually, it's kind of nice. We're tying it all together. We're we're very professional like that. Yeah, dude, we plan this shit out. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) So that's where it all kind of started to kind of intertwine into Halloween and be having more of a, like a negative connotation to it. And this is also a time where during the hallow event and the praying for souls, uh, what they thought was that people that who are trapped in purgatory, ghosts uh, or souls of people, uh, the only way they could get out of purgatory or move on or save them from whatever excruciating thing that's happening in purgatory, because purgatory was like, it's not as bad as hell, but it's not as good as heaven. And you want to kind of move them on to heaven. And the right. way you do that is pray for your loved ones. So what people would do is they would walk around beggars would walk around to houses and they would go, I will pray for your loved ones. Or they, uh, the people would go, if you pray for my loved ones, I'll give you a treat. And they'd give them a soul cake. And it was usually like a, like a, like a spice cake with raisins. And they would hand people these spice cake with raisins as like a contract to go, you will pray for my family member to help them get out of purgatory. Oh, wow. So that's where the where you start to see a little bit of the resemblance of what we know as Halloween. Of the trick or treating. And then so it was mainly a European. What if they ho- handed them a fruit cake. Like, <laughs> uh, yeah, I throw it through their window. <laughs> Dude, there's some fruitcakes out there that I actually enjoy. Oh, yeah? I've had What's a couple that, that I was like, oh, this isn't too bad. I, uh, I've i only tried one fruitcake. I think if you're hungry enough, yeah. anything will taste good. For sure. I uh, <laughs> I, I just tried one one time, and uh, it, it was okay. It wasn't like my favorite thing in the world. I know that. I have to give it a try. This thing was also one of those fruitcakes that I feel like had been sitting around and just, it was the last one in the back of Walmart. And someone had bought it just and brought it to my grandmother's like, we got fruitcake. And my cousin who actually likes fruitcake <laughs> was trying to get everyone to try it. Have you ever had this like jello stuff where they throw like the fruit inside of it? like big chunks of different types of fruit inside this big giant glob of jello. No, but I have seen it in cooking books actually at one of the family events that we're a part of. <laughs> one of our uh lovely ladies cousins was talking about it cuz he was it got like a cookbook from the 70s and it has all that in it. 
Yeah, man. I, one of my relatives had made something like this. Yeah. And uh, it was disgusting. <laughs> I bet it, it was. It was gross. People were just like trying to scoop like with a spoon, <laughs> scoop like the jello away from like the nasty ass fruit that they put inside there. Yeah. And just try and eat that. But it, it was a it was a mess. If you see something like that on the table, just stay clear of it. Just stay away from it. Yeah. Have you ever had the uh the one that's like like to make it they take like pretzels and they melt butter and then they put like strawberry and jello over top of it and i think there's also like a layer of like a whipped like cool whip or something no uh it's actually the shit to be honest really? with you oh my god it's good uh if you, you ever have get a chance to make that you have to make that for me for a, a family get together Oh, I will. My mom makes it. It's the shit. <laughs> All right. And my mom you make knows that, and I'll make. Uh, you make that, and I'll make my uh, my famous green stuff. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So it's just called green stuff. Yeah, and it's delicious. Okay. Very sweet, but it's good. I'm down. All right, man. <laughs> uh, dude. We need to start telling some uh, some campfire stories. All right. It's, oh, it's getting late. It is getting late. All right. All right. Uh, you want me to skim through the rest of this real quick? Yeah. All right. So real quick, I'm, I'm going to make this as quick as possible. Basically, um, Middle Ages happen. Everyone's religion. Uh, everything in Europe, uh, they're, they're pretty much the only ones doing it. Uh, people or beggars are getting uh, the shit into the stick. So they start putting on masks and they start doing like uh, like little bit of tricks here and there. Uh, there is a guy that actually is in Europe. I think his name is Guy Fox, who uh, set a bunch of shit on fire and blew a bunch of stuff up. There's a nursery rhyme about him. They actually still have things like that in Europe about Guy Fox. You can look him up. Everyone came to America. Uh, Americans got a hold of it. Uh, the 5th of during, November. Yeah. Uh, you do know that's exactly about Guy Fox. Yeah, I know. That's why I said uh, that. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know that until Cassie recited that. She's like, it's from V for Dead Dead. I'm like, holy shit, it is. I was like, it's about that guy. Yep. Um, which they still, like I said, they still do it on the same time of year, have praise for the guy. But anyway, so uh, Irish and Scottish immigrants brought it over to America because the Puritans wanted nothing to do with it because it seemed like witchcraft and they obviously didn't like it as we've covered in past episodes. Uh, in the 20s and 30s, uh, a lot of adolescent boys started to essentially set shit on fire and like they at first they started playing tricks like taking people's buggies and put them back together on top of their houses and then it got out of hand in big cities where they were doing things like derailing trains and like setting buildings on fire and literally Damn. 1933 was called the darkest hollow or i think it was called black ha halloween maybe because it was like so many people got hurt like people like they would take stay like they would crack the stairs off of people's houses and people would walk out and fall flat on their face and like Jesus. break their noses and shit so they decided someone decided uh because this became a very big problem in america that there was one person that had an article written about him that said, I made caramel apples and fucking popcorn and 
basically these kids were walking around doing this shit and they came to the, her house and she handed them sweet treats. So they left her house alone and she put that out there. So everyone started doing it. So then they started giving out sweets to literally get them to stop fucking up their shit. Wow. And then, uh, on top of that, they started to do, uh, like haunted houses and stuff like that to keep them entertained away from fucking up people's shit. And then Dude. that's also also where it call comes from trick or treat. Dude, you know what was happening in the 1930s in the United States? Uh, depression? The fucking depression. And so that's what these kids were doing. They had a goddamn protection racket going on. Yeah. No, they they said a lot of that was because some of them were broke or they it was a reason for them to let out steam because they had nothing or they would go in and break in like steel shit yeah <laughs> like it's a, you're right that's exactly what it was yeah that's exactly what it was these kids are these kids aren't dumb that's what yeah. i'm saying and then there was a corporate aspect where they saw that this could be a thing that could be made money so they started making individually wrapped candy bars to hand out and then the next thing you know their co- companies are making masks and clothing for kids and then you know, nowadays, you know, adults do it. There's stores and all that kind of shit. So it's kind of like, you know, now everyone does holiday. It's not just for the kids to keep them from fucking your shit up. So, yeah. <laughs> so on that uh, note, let's tell let's tell some ghost stories. Yeah. So they turned uh, the Great Depression uh, protection racket, Halloween protection racket into a uh, multi-billion dollar industry exactly fucking genius yeah uh happy halloween folks <laughs> yeah happy halloween <laughs> we're all participating in racketeering that's right <laughs> hell yeah <laughs> are you tired of not getting pregnant Do you ever wish that you had a bunch of illegitimate children like your favorite rock star or professional athlete? Does your husband not want kids, but you do? Well, try Holy Man brand condoms. See, our patented state-of-the-art technology does not allow for any wasted semen. Our famous mesh-tipped condoms help to funnel and allow every swimmer to become an Olympian. So when people don't respect your religion and make you grab for a condom, then you grab a Holy Man brand condom. When a little miracle needs to happen. So these uh, campfire stories now, uh, since this episode is basically... uh, like a last minute thing that we decided to put together here. I just thought of a, a couple of stories like off the top of my fucking gizzard today while I was at work. So forgive me if uh, you don't love them. <laughs> <laughs> but I tried to, I put, I put a lot of thought into one and a semi amount of thought into the other two. Nice. Do you have any? Do you have some campfire stories too? Uh, I mean, I've got one that I feel like was told to me as a kid about something around my neighborhood, and I was just going to say that one and maybe do the little guitar poem. <laughs> All right, cool. Well, I'll do. I'll do the one that uh, I put a little bit of thought into. 
at least. Okay. All right. All right. Here we go. Mike's campfire story. It's called, this is called, uh, I titled this one, um, the slumber party. (laughs) 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 Do you remember, uh, when you were a kid, you were like, you know, around 11, 12 years old. Did you have your uh, little girlfriends over for slumber parties? <laughs> uh, I mean, it, I guess. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we did our hairs, did facials, that kind of thing. Right, right. <laughs> well, this happened at Crystal's basement apartment with her best friend, Olivia. Oh, and they were in their early twenties and they were strippers. (laughs) (laughs) Is this a, are you reading a penthouse for them? (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't decide if it was a campfire story if Rick, if I was writing for playboy, I didn't. So it's a little of both. Yeah. (laughs) Bear with me. So in their in Crystal's basement apartment, uh, she decided to have her friend Olivia over, and they were, you know, as two girls in their early twenties tend to do, they uh, decided to have a pillow fight and compare each other's uh, nipple piercings, and you know <laughs> things that normal 21 year old girls do when they sleep together of course and I don't mean sleep together sleep together in a dirty kind of way I know what you're thinking Alex Yeah, I'm, it's a purely a friendship kind of thing oh yeah it starts that way yeah <laughs> so anyways they're uh, sitting there cuddling on the couch together watching TV and they hear like this it's like a whimpering sound almost coming from like the side of the room and they they're listening and and they kind of hear like a little bit of a like a crying sound but they don't pay it really too much attention because the sexual tension in the room is just really kind of throwing everything else off center so they don't really pay it too much mind you know and then a little time passes, and uh, they're trying on their third set of nineties, and uh, <laughs> and they hear <laughs> and they hear like what sounds like crying, and then they hear like they so they stop and they listen like really intently, and they almost can make out the word "help" coming. From somewhere in the room, and they don't—they just don't understand where it's coming from. And really, it's so like off in the distance that they really just <laughs> almost think that it's coming, like maybe something that was on a TV, like in another apartment or whatever. But they don't think it's you know something supernatural or anything like that, right? Yeah. So. The slumber party continues. And uh, then a little bit later on, they hear like what sounds like, I mean, this now it sounds like knocking, like literal knocking on the wall 
in their in, in Crystal's apartment there. So they stop scissoring for a minute and they start listening really closely. <laughs> start listening really closely, right? And they're yeah. they're looking so they like they even want to like look out the window to see, you know, is something outside the window or whatever. Like they don't see anything anywhere, you know. So they, you know, go back to hanging out and uh, finally there's a, an actual tap, tap, tap on the window right over there in the living room, right where they're sitting. And they're like, you know, already had multiple orgasms. So they're done for the night. So they, they are paying very close attention at this point. Yeah. Even the TV's off. Clearly heard a tap on the window. So Olivia freaks out, says, like, this isn't my place. Crystal, you need to turn the lights off. There's got to be somebody out there. I don't know what is going on. So Crystal leans over, flips the light switch off. Of course, when they were looking out the windows earlier, they had all their lights on. They can't see shit out them windows. No. There's dumb blondes. So she flips that light switch off. And as soon as she flips the light switch off, there's this demon wrinkled face right there in the window staring back at them. And they both flip the fuck out and they go running off into the other room, call the police. Police show up, right? Go and investigate. Yeah. Police go around on the side of the building and they make an awful discovery. Laying there on the ground right next to their window is little Miss Old Sanders from the third floor apartment who accidentally fell off of her balcony and crawled over to <laughs> crawled over to Crystal's window and was trying desperately to get help and died watching Crystal and Olivia have a slumber party through the window. <laughs> oh, those see <laughs> It just goes to show you that that it has everything you need because it's basically going, don't bang each other. You could have saved a life. <laughs> uh, as all good horror movies. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, I think my favorite part was <laughs> so they quit scissoring each other. And then uh, <laughs> uh, that was great. <laughs> yeah uh yeah i feel like mine is not that uh <laughs> yeah mine's actually kind of lamer like it was uh i'll give you the backstory to it so on the uh edge of our it, like so i have a subdivision that is like a square like all the houses and the roads make a big square right and the last road in the square keeps going just out to the middle of nowhere. 
And at the end of it, there is a farm with a bunch of crops growing back there. And there's like a very old rickety house that's off in the distance. And we always called it the haunted farm. Mm, And the haunted farm was actually kind of a kind of, I kind of made it famous in high school because this road would, you just drive out there and it just stops. And then you had to take a left and there was a gravel road to go down and you know, you, I don't know. You go down like a length of two football fields and there's the house. So (laughs) me and all my friends in high school would go park at the end of that road and just sit there in our cars and party, listen to music. You know, we'd have like five or six, seven cars out there just all in a big circle standing out in the middle of this road. Is this where Uh, that guy told you to quit throwing the nut rags on the ground? (laughs) Oh, yeah. The fuck rags. Yeah. Fuck rags. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Uh, (laughs) But he lived on the other side of the road. There was actually like you go up there. It ends. You can take a left down to the haunted farm or go right up to like a new house. It's like that one. You couldn't even see the house. It was so far back. Um. But the but the story that I got from the haunted farm when I was a kid from the older kids yeah. was that uh, there was an old man that used to live at that farm, right? Uh, old man Herschel is who it was, and he was crazy. Didn't like people. Didn't want them around. Right? And for some reason, he was an amazing farmer, and he grew. Uh, like the biggest pumpkins he grew the best corn right uh, and he would always enter in the pumpkin contest every Halloween to see who has the biggest pumpkin and he would always win well there was a couple young guys went out there we go they they're pretty much teenagers we we can call them Tyler and Tommy uh, <laughs> <laughs> and they decided, we're going to go see how big of a pumpkin he's got this year. Right. Uh, and so they, uh, they go walking up there late at night and they see this massive pumpkin sitting by his house and they're like, Holy shit. That's huge. And they're like, yeah. And then one of them goes, let's break it. And he's just like, what a bunch of dicks. Yeah. And the other one's kind of like, why? Why do you want to do that? He's just like, let's do it. He's just like, he's won too many times in a row. It's time for somebody else, right? So they go over there and they start stomping on it and hitting it and breaking it. And I guess the noise awakes someone. They didn't hear anyone get up. And all of a sudden they turn around, there's old man Herschel. Uh, He hits one of them with a shovel. I think he hits Tyler. Let's go with that. <laughs> <laughs> he hits one as the story goes. He hits Tyler with the shovel. He goes yeah. down. The other one runs off, freaks out. Uh, Tommy doesn't know what to do. He's running, he's running, he's running. Right. He uh, he goes back. He's freaking out. He didn't know what to do. He didn't, He's waiting. He's hoping Tyler gets up and makes it home. One o'clock in the morning turns. He's not there. Two o'clock in the morning. He's not there. Three o'clock, he's not there. He decides he's going to go back. And he makes his way back and hides through the fields and tries to see if he can find them. He looks inside the house, didn't see anybody. He goes out and he looks in the barn where he sees 
one of uh, Tyler's shoes laying on the ground. And he sees old man Herschel putting something through a wood chipper. Oh, and, shit. <laughs> he's catching it. And, he, and uh, <laughs> Tommy's just sitting there watching it. And he's just seeing it. And he sees them catch everything out of his wood chipper. And then he goes over to a like a mulch pile and starts mixing it in. And starts mixing it in. And then after he mixes it up, he takes it all and he goes over to this pumpkin patch and starts throwing it in there. Oh, no. <laughs> and as the story goes, uh, if you go out there, as you walk through the field, you can hear the screams of all his victims to help his crops grow. Oh, and wow. And they're stuck out in the field and they can't get out. Yeah, they're in purgatory. They're in purgatory in the fields, and they're yeah. there to watch the crops to keep people from going into them and disturbing them. Yeah. Yeah. If you build it, he will come. That's right. Uh, <laughs> there was a variation of, uh, I think, because uh, this is, <laughs> this story was one of those that was like, you could tell, like, even I added to it to be honest with you because I heard three or four different versions of it from different people in my neighborhood uh, some were lame some were not but my favorite one was that Tommy went out saw this happen and he swears he heard voices when he was walking through the fields to go out there uh, but then old uh, old Herschel sees him starts chasing him jumps on his tractor and tries to run him down uh, in the in the mess of it, he jumps out of the way, somehow pushes Herschel off the tractor, and then the tractor runs over Herschel. Wow! And then he's that would, ha- that would take quite a feat. Yeah, and well, I think there was like I can't remember. It was like one of those tillers that would just chop you up, or something like that. Yeah. And so old man Herschel got chopped up in his own field. So the so if you walk over there, all the all the people he's chopped up will try to warn you to stay away, but there'll be one that tries to get you to come in. <laughs> oh shit! So, dude. Uh, <laughs> so the actual place though, was there pumpkins that grew there? No, it's well, I don't know. See, we never went down to the house, <laughs> <laughs> but they do have a huge ass cornfield. And it, I mean, they, they grow shit. They've grown shit since I was little. Honestly, I don't think, I mean, none of that shit's true. It's just some shit that some older kids told older kids that, or older kids told younger kids when they grew up, they told the younger kids. And I just happened to get like the ass end of this, uh, (laughs) this make believe story because I've seen cars drive up and down it, but that's why I always called it the haunted farm. And we, and even though me hearing the story, that's where we hung out for four years yeah. in high school. We hung out at the edge of the cornfield, just sit there and we would just, you know, do dumbass high school shit and hang out there, hang out with girls. We throw parties, you know, the other guy on the other side didn't give a shit except for the fuck rags as we've talked about. Uh, <laughs> Dude, this is how, Rural legends are started. Yeah. Yeah, not for ur- sure. Not urban legends, but rural legends. Oh, for sure. You got shit like the haunted farm. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We've also got a couple of haunted places in Danville too that I feel like everyone goes to, but no one like no one there's not an actual story to it. Like there's one place yeah. called the Erskine Mansion. And it's it's super weird because it's like you go through it's in the middle of Danville where you go through this subdivision, which looks like every house is cookie cutter, but it was a cookie cutter made in the sixties, like post-war shit where they're all the same. And they have that weird retro house look. Yeah. And they're facing each other, you know, across the street, literally one house can look at the front of the next house and they all just line up and then it stops. And then the road kind of ends. And then there's a driveway where the road ends. That's straight. And, um, it goes and it goes into a circle and there's a little field and there's like an old colonial house there. Like just, just a square with two chimneys on each side. Like one of those houses. Yeah. And everybody, I swear from both high schools, the County and the city, they all know it. They've all broke into it. (laughs) And you could, you can look it up and everyone has a different story of what happened to the house. But honestly, it's like an old house. That's like, the the government owns like it's a historical house but they have no means to restore it yeah and they keep having to like fix the back door because people keep breaking in the damn thing and going in there and freaking themselves out and come running out how much graffiti (laughs) do you think is on the walls in that house you know what i i know there's a bunch uh i actually never went in there i've drove i've drove driven to it and I would, I kind of sat out front while the people I was with went inside. Why did you go in? Are you fucking chicken shitting? Are you, you're the lookout guy? I think I, while I was driving was part of it. And they were like, and you, that's the other thing. The cops, they like the neighbors will call the cops on you. And I was kind of like, I don't know. I wasn't really, I wasn't freaked out. I was just kind of like, I've been in old houses. Like it's not that big of a deal to me and my buddies were kind of fucked up so they kind of were like all right we'll go in you chill yada yada yeah Yeah. dude i was walking down the street one day and there was this uh driveway and there was this uh uh cadillac escalade parked in the driveway yeah and there was just one random cinder block laying next to the driveway and it was me and my me and one of my friends, and I looked at the Escalade, and I looked at the cinder block, and I looked at the Escalade, and I looked at my friend, and I said, "We should throw that cinder block through the back window of that Escalade." <laughs> I, I like the uh, we like the cinder block. We looked at that. It's like he <laughs> looked at me. He's like, that's kind of fucked up, dude. I don't think we should do that. And I was like, before he could even like finish that sentence, I had already picked up the center block and launched it at the back of this Escalade. Yeah. Went right through the back window of the Escalade. I bet it did. I, I looked at him and then without saying anything, I just took off sprinting down the street. <laughs> he went chasing after me. Yeah. No idea whatever happened to that Escalade. They uh, probably had treat. to replace the back window. <laughs> I would say. This didn't even happen on Halloween. And I think I was 32 when it happened. 
<laughs> well, trick or treat, bitch. Uh, <laughs> well, it's funny. I actually, uh, in high school, or no, no, in middle school, I tricked a teacher, I guess, but it was more of a trick. There was a, I found out a teacher, our technology teacher in middle school, uh, lived on my block. So one day, me and a couple of people go out and TP his house just to be funny. And my dumbass told one of my friends. And for some reason, this fucking guy was sitting in his class and go, hey, I heard you got TP'd. And he goes, how did you know that? He goes, I know who did it. Oh, shit. And he goes, well, who did it? And he fucking told him. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. So I'm now here's the thing, though. I did it outside of school. Yeah. Didn't have anything to do with school. So it was kind of like one of those borderline, like, eh, you can't really get me in trouble at school, can you? Because I didn't right. do it at school. Um, so in a means to embarrass me, he, uh, the way our kind of our classes were set up, this technology class, it was like, it was like a rotating class that, you would take this class for so many weeks and then you'd switch to art. Then you switch to PE. Then you switch to something else. Like they kind of phased each one of these specialty classes out. So I was in art class at the time. And then he comes over and goes, uh, can I borrow Mr. Gorley over there? And I'm like, all right, whatever. Like, I didn't think anything yeah. about it. Dude, I had, I had TP'd his house like two weeks prior. Like I had that shit was come and gone. Didn't even yeah, think yeah. about it anymore. Yeah, You'd like, I got away with through a dozen other houses. Yeah, like don't care. Didn't even face <laughs> me, right? I go in there and everyone in class is staring at me like they know something. And I'm oh, like, shit. what the fuck's going on? And I see my buddy sitting there. I'm like, okay. And then the teacher goes, uh, do you have something to tell me? I was like, I don't think so. <laughs> And I'm just sitting there like, what's what's going on? And he reaches down and he pulls out a roll of toilet paper and he walks uh, and he like does this with like immense pause. Like he reaches down, looks over at me, pulls out the toilet paper and is holding it there. Then like gingerly walks across the classroom and hands it to me and goes, I think you need this more than me. <laughs> And now I'm standing there in the front of his classroom holding his this roll of toilet paper and yeah. the entire class is laughing, right? They're laughing their ass off. And I'm sitting there like, uh, okay. Yeah. And then I I, I was like, is that it? <laughs> and he's like, yep. And then the cl the bell rings and I just walk out and now I'm carrying this fucking roll of toilet paper all damn day. I would have walked straight to the bathroom and just laid it in the bathroom like that. I should have went out and found his car and put it all over it. <laughs> yeah, that would have been funny. That would have been funny. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that was, well, that was one of like the few times I actually did a, like a Halloween trick or treat. And the funny thing is I did, it's not like I didn't like this guy. I liked him. He was fine. It was just, he was a teacher. I was a student. I was like, I've got to do this to somebody. Right. Um, yeah, this is nothing personal. It's just business. Yeah, bro. It's called youth. <laughs> I've got it. You don't. This is going to happen. 
Dude, listen, I uh my senior year of high school, Halloween, yeah. uh <laughs> my aunt and some of my cousins that were older than me were all at this bar at like a, a Halloween costume party at a bar, right? Yeah. And uh one of my relatives got a hold of I think like they called my back back when I was a senior in high school, we didn't have things called cell phones. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they I, I guess they got a hold of my mom and uh was like, Hey, we need somebody to come like basically be our D D and drive us home from this costume party at this bar. So I got volunteered to be the D D driver from this bar costume party, right? Yeah. So I show up there and uh my cousin actually was the bartender there and my aunt and a couple other people that I knew were all there partying, having a good time. So I didn't think nothing of it to just walk right into this place and because it was all my family working there, right? Oh, yeah. So I go walking in, and I sit down at the bar, and I'm bullshitting with my cousin and uh, who's bartending and talking to a couple other people I knew that were in there. And I look over... And there stands my statistics teacher. Nice. And like this sexy devil outfit. All right. <laughs> I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> so <laughs> I go walking over and I'm not going to say her actual last name, but I go walking over and I'm like, hey, Mrs. Smith, uh, looking good. <laughs> <laughs> and she like looks at me and she's like oh my god like why are you in this bar like why are you here right now? yeah and i'm like hey like all my my families are all the bartenders and shit here like i'm here picking people up as a designated driver it's like <laughs> you need a you need a ride home yeah <laughs> so dude like the whole rest of the year I would fucking talk shit to her. <laughs> like, God, you should wear that devil's outfit to school more. <laughs> yeah. That's like some straight up Marcy Blue shit for sure. Oh man. It was it was great. Yeah. And apparently I found then I later on I found out from my cousin that she was a regular in there. And I'm like, fuck, well, I know where to go to fuck with her then. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Yeah, I don't uh I'm sure I've told my Halloween story about us dressing up as beer fest. That was always a, a fun one. Have I told that story on here? I don't know if you did on here. Or you told me. I, uh, that was, that was like my, my most epic Halloween story was like us in college. We were I, obsessed as put it mildly with the movie beer fest. I mean, we watched it all the time. We would sit there and chug beer as like a challenge to each other and we would challenge each other and we would play different beer games, right? Like we were preparing for beer fest. So for one Halloween, we go, let's just dress up as beer fest. And we're yeah. like, well, like let's do a group costume. There was uh, four of us in this house and we're like, well, what do we have to do? I was like, dude, all we got to do is get blue track pants and like jackets. And then we'll put, letters on the back of it that just say USA and whatever character we are. So yeah. we went out. I've, I found like the pants 
or no, someone found the pants and no, no, someone's found the jackets. I found the pants in the women's section at JC Penney's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> which, uh, yeah, that was a little harder to get for four guys it was like, ah, he looks like a triple X. Uh, right. <laughs> uh, and then, we, you know, we actually used duct tape to put USA, but we used like red, 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 white, and blue duct tape on it, so it didn't look terrible. And then we ironed on the different character's name, and we each brought a stein, like a glass giant stein, to uh, this bar. Uh, the bar was having a costume contest. Now we were going just to have a good time, and we also found out that the, the, uh, I guess everyone was having a good time because the. The bartenders was were they were letting us fill up the steins for what it cost for one beer. Oh shit. So we were getting shit faced. Oh like, yeah. We like you gotta think four guys with giant steins, every time we ran into each other, it was like bitch chug. Uh <laughs> <laughs> so we probably chugged like three or four of these steins already, right? And we're all feeling great because I think every one of those steins fits like two beers in it, two and a half or something. Like it was a yeah, stupid amount. Like I'll I'll tell you later on, like people blacked out, people lost a bunch of shit. It was crazy. But before <laughs> that happened, uh we're we're cheersing every time we see each other and chugging. Well, then they call everyone that wants to be in the costume contest. So we're like, well, fuck it. We're here. Let's do it. Uh, the preliminary round is everyone goes through and then whatever cheers happen, you get voted on. Right. So the preliminary round, we go up and we're just like the guys like, what are you all? Wait are you all beer fest? He, like the guy, like the MC, he's like, Oh my God, you all are beer fest. And we all yeah. kind of just put our glasses up and just kind of take a big swig at it. And we all just yell beer fest real loud, like super simple. Right. So we win the next round and the third, the second round is three people or three groups. One group is, uh, how should I put it? Two petite, hot, lingerie models ish that are ones wearing lingerie like both of them wearing lingerie one's wearing white lingerie that looks like an angel and the other one's looking wearing lingerie that looks like like red with little devil horns and <laughs> right there is no room for imagination because you can see pretty much everything like it was and like these girls could have been models like it was ridiculous like like hot level was off the chart kind of thing right yeah. And then I see them and they are, they're like grinding on each other and shit. And I look over at them. I'm like, well, we're definitely not winning this fucking thing. And then <laughs> they, then they go over to the next couple, which is a guy and a girl who also look like fucking models. Like the dude had a, like a six pack. He works out every day. The girl was just as hot as the other two girls, but they're doing an Adam and Eve thing. So she's got two pasties that are leaves and just enough leaves to cover her crotch and not show her entire ass crack. And he, ba <laughs> and wait, and then she has like a fake snake rolling up her leg. And then he's basically just wearing like a speedo with some leaves on it. And yeah. they also are grinding all over each other, right? Sex sells both of them. And then you get to us four <laughs> fucking average looking Joe's in fucking track suits. Right. <laughs> with with steins. With steins. And 
and like my hair was long at the time and like we just looked like a motley crew so we did the only thing we could do which was we just slammed our glasses together raised them and then chugged the shit out of them real quick when they called our name up and then we stopped and then we started chanting usa and the entire bar started chanting usa <laughs> And it was a beautiful moment in history where an entire drunk fucking bar was going, USA! Yeah, like, it was beautiful, right? And the guy hosting it was like, well, I guess, guys, we know our winners! Bear Fest wins it this year! Holy shit. Like, even, even he was like, holy shit, these guys know how to control the room. Like, because, by the way, every time, like, the the chicks would make out or the guy and girl were grinding. Everyone lost their shit. But the fact that we got the whole bar screaming USA yeah. uh, is the only reason we won. <laughs> and then, yeah, after we won, it was kind of bullshit. And even the, the MC came up and told me later it was rigged. But so um, what it was is after you won, you got a chance to win 15 grand. Now, there was no way this bar was going to give you 15 grand. So what happened is they laid out seven envelopes and in four envelopes, there were uh, pumpkins and then three envelopes. There were ghosts and you had to pick four envelopes and all four of them had to be pumpkins. So we each grabbed an envelope and we got like two pumpkins and two ghosts. Yeah. But uh, later on, I come to find out there wasn't four pumpkins in there. It was four ghosts. There was no way in hell. And the MC told me that. And I was like, son of a bitch. He goes, yeah. I mean, he was like, do you really think a bar is going to give you $15,000 right. for winning a fucking costume contest? Yeah. And uh, I guess the owner knew that because he came over to us. The guy that owned the place was like, dude, I loved it. Came up to me. The funniest part is I'm sitting there with my sign. My cousin is in front of me standing with the sign. The owner comes up super like businessy and aggressive. Like, Hey, how's it going? Like, like, like snaps that hand in there to like handshake. And yeah. when he did it, he knocked the shit out of my cousin's stein and sent it flying and it crashed all over the floor. And then the owner looked at my cousin, like he was the asshole. <laughs> and my cousin fuck? looks at him like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> and then yeah. he walks away and the owner hands me uh, like 400 bucks. Oh, wow. He was like, here, here is like, I, I, he's, he, I think he knew he was like, yeah, you all weren't going to win, but here's 400 bucks for winning. And he also knew because of the size of our steins, we were going to just stay at this bar. So we ended up spending like 200 out of that 400 bucks back in the bar. But now we're sp- because I think he knew we were partiers. We ended up buying like a like a stupid amount of shots. Like I think I at one point I walked up to the bar and just went, "Hey, can I get it?" Like I was like, "Hey, can you like get everyone's attention?" And there he was like, "Yeah, what's going on?" I was like, "Everyone that's touching the bar, make them a shot and I'm going to pay for it." <laughs> Wow. And it was a like an island bar that went all like just circle. I was like, if they're touching yeah. it, they get a shot. Dude, I uh so I've done a lot of fucked up things. Um <laughs> several thoughts. Uh <laughs> and uh 
one of the fucked up things that I did was I was in a town that I'd never been in before and would never go to again. So I went to this bar, me and this other guy that I was there with. And, uh, I'm like, we're, we're, we're partying the fuck up out of this bar. And I decide, Hey, uh, I'm going to buy a round for everybody in the bar, literally everybody in the bar. So I did that like three different times throughout the night. Nice. And then, uh, when I left the bar that day or that night, uh, I left them with an expired credit card. (laughs) (laughs) Oh shit. And then never returned to that bar. (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit. And God only knows how much that bar tab was. Yeah. Cause I mean, I was, I mean, I was, I was like, okay, everybody, like literally everybody in the bar gets around on me, whatever they're drinking. Yeah. Like seriously. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. And there had to have been, you know, 50 something people in there at least. Yeah. Well, yeah. Everybody three different times. Everybody whole bar, yeah. whole bar <laughs> round on me. Yeah. <laughs> that's why you'll never go back to new haven mississippi or wherever i don't know but yeah (laughs) yeah don't say the actual name Uh, (laughs) no i don't know i don't know where it was uh it was in iowa actually oh yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) of all places yeah that's great um I was going to say, I I know we're getting towards the end of this thing. Uh, my stage assistant, a.k.a. my lovely wife, brought me my guitar. If you want me to uh, do that little poem real quick, if you want to hear it. Yeah, let's see it. Let's see, if right. we, see if it sounds good. <laughs> it was. I actually got inspired by watching American Horror Story when I made this intro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a little bit. It was just kind of... I've always wanted to do this at a Halloween thing. I don't know why. Uh, ladies and gentlemen and boys and girls alike, all gather round, let me show you a sight. Adventure, beware. Enter if you dare, feel the cold wind, or is it fear that wafts through the air? All the unexplained is all that you will see. It'll flip your mind, then twist your reality. I'm just a traveling man, welcome to my freak show. I'm just a funny guy, leave you asking why. Abandon all your hopes and dreams and everything you know. For everyone's welcome to my freak show. When the moon was full and the sun was bright, Two dead boys got in a fight Back to back they faced each other Drew their swords 
then then shot each other. Now one was blind, the other couldn't see. So they chose a dummy referee. A blind man came to see the fair play, but the dumb man came to shouts, hooray! Well, a deaf policeman, well, he heard the noise, came to arrest them two dead boys. But a paralyzed donkey walking by Kick that copper right in his eye <laughs> Sit the copper and the boys through a rubber wall Into a dry ditch, then it drowned them all Now if you don't believe this lie is true Ask that blind man, cause he, well, he's solid too. Yep. Yay! Hootie hoo! Yeah. Dude, I like that. That was yeah. good. Yeah. That, uh, that that not that not the one about the freak show, but the the poem was this one that I swear my dad would say it all the time. He'd just be sitting there going, "You heard the poem about when the moon was full and the sun was bright. Two dead boys got in a fight. Back to back, they faced each other, drew their swords, and shot each other." <laughs> He'd tell me <laughs> and all my friends that when we were little. Well, yes, Dad, I heard it. Yeah, I heard he, it. He had another one about. If a green canoe with four flat tires rolls into your backyard, how many pancakes can you fit in your doghouse? Well, that doesn't even rhyme. I know. Well, that was just like, it was like a weird riddle. He'd always go. Oh. He, he'd always like, if if you didn't know it, he would go, uh, if a green canoe with four flat tires rolls into your backyard, how many pancakes can you fit in your doghouse? And you go, I don't know. He goes, uh, one, because ice cream doesn't have bones. <laughs> <laughs> i mean that makes sense yeah i know right that's what i'm screaming <laughs> but i always associate those two together because that was like his his like <laughs> like his thing to like fuck with us when we were younger we're like what does that even mean i don't know man <laughs> i don't know yeah oh that's on i'm a Maybe I'll figure it out when I start drinking one day. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a like, that's something that you tell kids now. Uh, you'll figure it out when you get older. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you'll figure it out when you experiment with drugs and alcohol. Uh, <laughs> so college. <laughs> Take enough psychedelics and you'll get it. You'll yeah, get yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fast forward when they're in their fifties. I mean, I took a lot of acid just to figure out the pancake question uh, in college. Uh, I think it really about messed me up, but I figured it out. I got it. I got it. I Ice got cream it. doesn't have bones. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Alex. Yep. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween, Mike. Happy Halloween. Um, we need to have. This is something that we haven't uh, asked people to do. Uh, on this podcast yet yeah. but we should probably ask people to do this 
is uh, because we don't ever fucking advertise this podcast really is to tell your friend, tell your, tell your drinking buddy about it. Yeah. Go to the bar, introduce yourself to somebody go, Hey, do you like podcasts? Let me tell you about this podcast. Soberless thoughts. You'll love it. Yeah. It's a drinking comedy podcast. What is there not to like? Yeah. It's the trifecta. <laughs> but there's only two in drinking and comedy and podcast. <laughs> I was counting podcasts. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> drinking, comedy, and Pod- and music. And music. Yeah. And that music. is true. Music yeah. has been an ongoing theme the whole time. It is. We uh we love our music. That's right. And we both like to make music also. Yeah, yeah, that's the truth. So uh it's it's just it's a thing that we do here at Soberless Thoughts. And you get to be the beneficiaries of that's it. That's right. Free ninety nine. What more can you ask for? Fucking enjoy it. That's what you do. <laughs> uh yeah. So then uh if you have any ideas for anything else or you just want to complain about our awesomeness send us an email at uh soberless thoughts at gmail.com that's right and don't forget about those social medias all the social medias the medias of socials the uh the twitter at think soberless can't forget that one that's the funky donkey one uh and then don't forget about uh, Facebook at Soberless Thoughts and Instagram at Think uh, Nope at Soberless Thoughts. <laughs> almost Soberless jacked, Thoughts. I almost jacked that one up. Uh, yeah, and uh, that's where we will be found. But if you want to listen to some old podcasts that uh, you maybe haven't heard before, or just check out our entire backlog, simply go to SoberlessThoughts.com. That's oh dear, really, yeah. dude. Fine. We're on, dude. I've noticed. I noticed recently. Yeah, which I because I Google searched soberless thoughts. Yeah, and there is a multitude of different podcast platforms out there that oh. were on that I didn't even know existed. Really? Yeah. That's awesome. All kinds of different stuff. So basically, everywhere that you could possibly listen to a fucking podcast, search Cerberus Thoughts, and we're probably on there. That's right. We're probably on there and didn't even know it. Didn't even know we were on there, but we're actually on that motherfucker right now. We're there. (laughs) We're there. We have drinking buddies we didn't know existed. Yeah. But keep on keeping on. Keeping on, keeping on. Hey, uh, Alex. Yeah. What do we say at the end of these? We like to say, uh, stay cheesy. No, I'm sorry. I was getting ahead of myself. When you're in the skillet, you got to stay cheesy. You got to keep it greasy. And then you got to flip on out. I'm fucking crazy. You know that it's true. Like this is new I don't know how to stop myself From acting so insane Screaming like an animal And rattling your cage You're fucking crazy 
Fucking crazy about you. 